you are listening to your undeniable global heavyweight champion of the world, Mr. Live Zone Sports here with you. Of course, our basketball podcast, Dynamics on the Hardwood. On the football side of things, go listen to On and Off the Field. We also have the 1-0 podcast, which is our video gaming podcast. And don't forget, the empire is growing. With our wrestling podcast, The Undisputed Empire, we show a lot with the wrestling guy. Still to be happy about. You're up too old. Job's not finished. Job finished? No, I don't think so. You can find us under YouTube under LZ Podcast. You can find us on Twitch and TikTok under live underscore zone underscore sports. And you can also find us on Spotify under Live Zone Sports, as well as 90.7 WKKF. Stay tuned for more. Live Zone Sports. I got some pretty big news here for everybody. So, as you know, Live Zone Sports started off on WKKL. Sorry about that. I had the Twitch stream going. Um, so, it started out on WKKL. It was a radio for my college Cape Cod Community College. Well, I am here to announce that I am finally back in WKKL. I'm finally back on the radio, and it is for none other than Undisputed Empire, our new wrestling show here Saturdays at 3 o'clock. I mean, you can find it on YouTube whenever you want but uh, or Twitch, but... On the radio, it will be Saturday at 3 o'clock. We got a lot to talk about for WWE. We got a lot to talk about. Um, So we're going to start off with the Royal Rumble. So first off, Cody Rhodes wins the the Rumble at number 30. Props to my guy Gunther for being in the Rumble since it began till pretty much the end. Uh, The evolution of Gunther going from Walter to Gunther. It's been unreal. It's been, you know, he's a future star. He's a future champion. It's just not his time. It is Cody Rhodes' time to be the champion. So for everybody that does not know, Cody Rhodes' dad used to be in wrestling in WCW and WWF at the time, and his name was Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. He never won the WWE Championship, Probably one of the most underrated wrestlers to not win a WWE championship. I don't know why they didn't give it to him. He was one of the best wrestlers at the time. It's just that his character didn't really need it. Um, Cody Rhodes is now the American Nightmare. He was in WWE for a little bit, part of Legacy, went to AEW. I mean, he built AEW, really. And now he's back. And after his torn pec injury, he is coming in at number 30 to win. Amazing sight. Uh, A few more things I want to put into the Royal Rumble. A shout out to Bobby Lashley that gets his revenge on Brock Lesnar for eliminating him after three minutes of a pairing. So... 
Brock Lesnar was only in the Rumble for three minutes. That's unheard of. So Brock Lesnar started throwing things, started getting mad. That feud will definitely take place at WrestleMania, and it will be a hell of a feud. I mean, to a lot of people, this is a dream match, and hopefully we get more than a 10-minute match than what we usually get right now. Um, And then the last thing I want to talk about for the men's Royal Rumble is Logan Paul and Ricochet had one of the best moments in Royal Rumble history. I, I don't... I don't care if you don't like him. I don't care what it is. I don't I don't want to hear it. Logan Paul is a bona fide stud in the wrestling ring. I don't like Logan Paul as a person, but in the wrestling ring, he's a hell of a wrestler. Uh, Got to give it up to Ricochet and him to pull off that stunt. One person on each side of the ring going off the ropes, hitting each other with a clothesline in the air. It was amazing. I want to see more stuff like that in the Royal Rumble. Triple H is definitely doing a great job in creative, and that's how we started the night. Next, we have, in my opinion, what is the the second best match in the Royal Rumble. We have Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in a pitch dark match. Now, Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy worked together to destroy LA Knight. I mean, it was pretty much said and done. If you watch wrestling, you know that Bray, that Bray was going to destroy LA Knight. You knew LA Knight had no chance with Bray Wyatt, this being his comeback match. Um, Bray Wyatt, though, he has a new mask. It's getting tricky to tell if the Wyatt Six is six personalities from Bray Wyatt or if it's six different people. It's getting... Real tricky. They're, I think they're going with both ways with it a little bit, but um, I think that it's still going to be the six people because you have Uncle Howdy, you have Uncle Harper that has been named, and you have Alexa Bliss turning pretty soon. And then in the Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight match, you had the neon lights effect. That was a great ad in my opinion. I thought that that was cool to see all these neon colors, to see like when someone went through the table, you saw like a bunch of... Uh, neon dust come out of the table. Um, you had the neon kendo stick that looked kind of like a lightsaber <laughs> when it came out with the lights and everything. And then you had the fire at the end when Uncle Howdy dove on LA Knight. It was just, it was a good effect. The pitch dark match, it was definitely a success. I liked it. I know some people didn't. I know it wasn't some people's forte, but. For a regular match on a pay-per-view, I like having these type of matches just because it doesn't feel like a regular match when it happens. Um, So next we have my letdown match. So in the Royal Rumble, uh, as we were talking about Alexa Bliss turning, we have Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Somehow, some way, Bianca Belair retained the woman's title for the Raw brand. In my opinion, this was pointless. This was the worst match of the night, in my opinion. The worst decision that they could have made, in my opinion, for the Raw Women's title. And Bianca needs a change, man. Bianca needs to do something else with her character. And so does the Women's title. The Women's title needs a change. We need a different Raw Women's champion. And I just think it needs to be somebody other than Bianca to hold the title. Um... And then it would have made sense 
to have Alexa win with Bray's storyline because you have Bray White coming uh, Bray Wyatt, sorry. Bray Wyatt coming up and um you have <laughs> you have Alexa coming up with Bray Wyatt. It would have made sense to put the championship around her, but they didn't want to do that. Um so yeah, I mean, that's the letdown match. Next we go into the Raw Women's Royal Rumble or Raw SmackDown Raw SmackDown Royal Rumble for the women's uh for the women in the wrestling. Rhea Ripley wins the women's Royal Rumble. Yes, I mean I I, I think we called this if you listen back to three fans never wrestled. Um you definitely know that we all said that Rhea Ripley was going to get that push finally. Um I just didn't think it was going to be against Bianca Belair or Charlotte Flair. I thought it was going to be against either Bailey or somebody like Liv Morgan or somebody that should have retained the title that or won the title that didn't. Um, her and Liv Morgan were number one and two, and they lasted the whole match. It was down to Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley. I don't think you could have had two better women in the final two of that match with how much chemistry they have, number one, and with the year that they had last year between the both of them. I mean, they've made women's wrestling relevant when Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Bailey, they all weren't there at first. So, I mean, I think I think it was a definitely a good move to have both of them in the final two. But... Old Asuka is back. So we have the NXT Asuka where she has like the face paint. She's all like crazy and she has the blue mist and she's kind of like that badass character that's like, oh, well, uh, if you mess with me, good luck type of thing. You know what I mean? So um, so old Asuka is back, which is a good thing. And we got the surprise return of Nia Jax. Nia Jax was, came out at number 30, got eliminated right away by like 11 people. But um, it, it was good to see Nia Jax back in a wrestling ring. Hopefully this time um, something bad doesn't happen where bad management decides to fire a bunch of people and everything like that. Hopefully we can keep these people in the wrestling ring this time and then for the big main event we have roman reigns versus kevin owens for the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world um roman reigns destroyed kevin owens destroyed him and then after that the whole bloodline started beating up on kevin owens started handcuffing him to the ring um basically Beating him down after he was already down to begin with. Um, Sammy then turns on Roman Reigns and the bloodline after a big beatdown. I mean, Roman tells Sammy to hit Owens with the chair, but then he hits Roman with it instead because Roman was basically forcing him to beat up somebody that's important to him and he wasn't having it. Uh, which I agree with. I mean, with him being pushed to the head, telling him to hit him with a chair and everything like that when he's already down, it it's below that. It's, it's, it's below where the bloodline is at. I agree with Sami Zayn 110%. Did I want to see the bloodline disband? No. No, I, I never wanted to see it. It was such great storytelling with the bloodline. It was pretty much done perfectly. Uh, Jay walks out on the bloodline after they turn on Sami Zayn. So after Sami Zayn gets super kicked by 
Jimmy Uso, Solo Sokoa gives him his finisher, which was Umaga's old finisher, and Roman Reigns starts beating him down. Jay walks out of the ring, basically torn apart between Roman or Sammy. And then after that, it looks like the bloodline is officially over, which we will find out on Friday. Um, But, you know, with all this happening... What's next for the Usos? Because they are the tag team champions on both Raw and SmackDown. Jay Uso literally said that he is out of the bloodline. He said, I'm out. He posted on Instagram with the little tear bloods uh, emoji. And then he said, run it back when it was him and Roman. He wants to have a fight with Roman. So what's next for the Usos here? Does Jimmy end up turning on Roman? Does Jay go back to the bloodline where he's forced to go? I mean, what what's going to happen with the Usos? Are they going to lose the tag team champions after, I don't know, I think it's been over a year now? Um, we don't know. We won't know until Friday. And then what's next for the bloodline? Right now, it's only Roman, Jimmy, Solo and Paul Heyman. Is that going to be the faction from now on? Are you going to be missing Jay? Are you going to be... Well, obviously you're missing Sammy because Sammy's not going to go back. Does this mean that Sammy's going to get a title shot at WrestleMania on day one or two against Roman Reigns? What does this stuff mean? Are we going to see Sammy finally become a superstar? Are we going to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn go for the tag team titles? Are we going to see Roman Reigns lose to Cody Rhodes for both of the titles? Are they going to separate the title? We don't know. There's a lot of questions that still need to be answered, and hopefully we get those answers on Friday Night SmackDown, because if not, well, a lot of stuff just doesn't add up. And then I personally think, I wanted to say this, I personally think that this is the best storytelling since Stone Cold and Vince McMahon storytelling. Now, that's, that's a lot, because you have Triple H and Batista, you have CM Punk and John Cena, you have the Yes Movement with Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan at the time. You have all the Undertaker storylines. You have the everything. Everything that has happened after Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon. I mean, shit. You even have, you even have Stone Cold versus The Rock. I mean, this is the type of stuff that I'm talking about. It makes you want to tune in. All right. It makes you want to tune in. It makes you want to know what happens and it makes you want to know what happens like that. It's going to make you wait. They're going to drag it out. This is the best storytelling since Stone Cold and Vince McMahon storytelling. That's what I have for you for the Royal Rumble. I'm happy to be back on WKKL. You know the YouTube is LZ Podcast and the TikTok and Twitch are live underscore zone underscore sports. You know where to find me. Um, Next, we will be talking about Vince McMahon selling the company. So stay tuned. Hope you guys had fun. I'm here. Let's get to it. Live Zone Sports, you are here with your undeniable global heavyweight champion of the world, Mr. Live Zone Sports. And we are here on the Undisputed Empire, and we have talked about the Royal Rumble, which is already a lot to talk about because of all the matches that happened. Now we're going to turn our attention to the Live 5 list. Now, with the Live 5 list this time, Instead of predicting players 
that will be good for FanDuel or for uh, DraftKings or whatever your fantasy sports is. We are now going to do it for WWE. Here's the thing. WWE is getting sold. Vince McMahon came back after Triple H was in control, and he is going to sell the company if he even sells. Uh, So for me, this is the five places that I would sell WWE to if I was Vince McMahon. Number one, we are starting off with NBC. NBC is already partners with Peacock. NBC is a great option. It wouldn't change much. Triple H would still be in control. Maybe you see Stephanie McMahon come back and Vince retires. I mean, that's that's the golden option right there. Vince gets out of what he created, gives it to Stephanie and Triple H and NBC and let them work together with it. We're already getting a lot of stuff such as um, press conferences, such as uh, sponsorships, such as the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, such as new storylines. I mean, it's all working out. NBC would be the number one option for me, in my own opinion. Number two, I have Fox. Fox is interesting because they control SmackDown. Here's the thing. If you do Fox, you can't swear as much as you could on Peacock. Um, There will be rules that will be implied that will have to take control. Um, Triple H will still be in control of creative, but he'll have certain things that he needs to move around. And it would be a little bit harder for WWE to get the old fans back again after losing them to the PG era. So for me, this is probably the second best option, but not the best. Um, Next, at number three, we have Netflix. Hear me out. WWE doesn't go live anymore. WWE is pre-recorded like it used to be, okay? It's still on Monday. It's still on Friday. You just see it before if you want to go to it live right so i like the way that netflix could do this you could have a lot more swearing you could have an attitude era you could do a lot of things with this i like the i like the vibe that i'm getting from netflix a little bit more than i am from fox it's just that fox would make more sense um then number four is another interesting one i don't see how this one could really work but we have disney slash espn Now, ESPN does great with basketball, with football, with baseball, with hockey, and with UFC. But wrestling as a whole would change drastically if Disney was involved. In my own opinion, I don't think it would be a good fit for WWE at all. You would have a lot more sponsorships that you would have to worry about. It would be a lot more based off of kind of like an AEW type of thing, in my opinion, where there's no bad guys and there's no good guys because why should we have bad guys? That is bad for business. I feel like that's how Disney would do this, and I don't personally like that. So, therefore, in my opinion, I think Disney is the fourth option. I like the the top three a hell of a lot better than I like this one. 
And then number five. Now, this would ruin wrestling, um, in my opinion. AEW. Tony Khan and his father take over their competition, WWE. What's wrong with that? Well, that means WWE lost, in my opinion, and I don't think that they have. So it doesn't make sense for AEW to take control of WWE. It makes sense for WWE to take control of AEW because they've been a hell of a lot better ever since Triple H has been in creative. Now, do I see this happening? No, but it is a better option than Saudi Arabia having full control of WWE because then we wouldn't see any more women's wrestling. And that is bad. That is a very bad thing. All your Alexa Blisses, your Rhea Ripley's, your Liv Morgan's, your Bailey's, your Bianca Belair's, everybody all gone. No more. Just men's wrestling. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think that the women's deserve, I think that the woman in WWE deserve to be there and deserve to have their own role. So for that reason, I'm not putting Saudi Arabia on here because it's probably the worst option for women's wrestling. But I don't think AEW is a good option either. It's just slightly a better option than Saudi Arabia. Um, I think that NBC is the clear number one. I think it is. But I do like Netflix as well, and Fox would make sense. Uh, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Yes, no, maybe. What, what one do you like? Let us know. Stay tuned for the next segment where we then go into Monday Night Raw. Live Zone Sports. We are back here with another Undisputed Empire segment here for you. And we are going to start here by saying we've talked about a lot. Let's recap. We got the Royal Rumble, the whole thing. And then we got the live five list for the five places the WWE to sell to. I mean, that's a lot right now for WWE. Um, and then we head in over to Monday Night Raw. Now, nothing important or too important, I should say, happened on Raw this week with the eyes being on SmackDown and the Bloodline. I mean, everybody's waiting for the Bloodline story to come out right now, but we still got a little bit here. So we start off with Cody Rhodes comes out calling out Roman Reigns, saying that he's going to beat him at WrestleMania, saying that he can be the tribal chief, he can be the uh, head of the table, all he wants but he will not be the undisputed heavyweight champion. I respect that out of Cody Rhodes' mouth because that means that he is coming for the jugular, he's coming for the neck, and he is going to get that title for his father and for the fans. I respect it. I respect it. Um, then we get Seth Rollins beats Chad Gable to be in the Elimination Chamber for the United States Championship. I mean... That's kind of given. I mean, if Seth Rollins isn't going to be in the main event for the championship, he's going to be for the in for the U.S. title. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins it, honestly. Then later on, because there was a match with Io Sky, she won, wasn't too important. Now we get Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley comes out, shocks the world, and to some people says that she picked the wrong option. So she is the winner of the Royal Rumble for the women's. 
So she gets a pick if she wants to go after Bianca Belair for the Raw title or Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown title. She ended up picking Charlotte Flair, which means she's probably going to be a part of SmackDown now, which is good because SmackDown needs more female wrestlers because all they got really is Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair and Liv Morgan, and Ronda Rousey might want to take a break. So it makes sense to bring over Rhea Ripley to SmackDown, which means that you're probably going to see a lot more of the Judgment Day on SmackDown because who's going to be running the show after the bloodline gets disbanded? Cody Rhodes. Where's Cody Rhodes going to be? He's going to be on Monday Night Raw. So it makes sense to not um, take away from what the Judgment Day is doing right now, I think. I think that's a good thing. All right. Next, we have Johnny Gargano beats Baron Corbin to be in the Elimination Chamber for the United States title match. Um, I'm not really too happy with this one. I think Baron Corbin, I'm I'm not a fan of Baron Corbin, but I think that Baron Corbin would have been a good option to be in the Elimination Chamber. Um, I like that he's at least getting the recognition that he should get, um, but Johnny Gargano ended up taking the dub here, so he will be in the Elimination Chamber with Austin Theory and Seth Rollins. So you have Three guys that are high flyers. I mean, it's going to be an exciting elimination chamber so far. Rick Boogs then returns, destroying The Miz. Destroying him. The Miz was in a suit, not ready, making excuses. He got ended up getting basically bench-pressed <laughs> to Rick Boogs' return. And it was it's amazing to see Rick Boogs back. I'm glad that he's healthy. I'm glad that he's back. And honestly, I'm a fan of Rick Boogs, so maybe we'll get a little bit of Shinsuke Nakamura on Raw now. I mean, there's a lot of shakeups happening. Why not bring Shinsuke over to Raw? Then we got Bronson Reed beats Dolph Ziggler to be in the Elimination Chamber. This was a shocking one for me. I did not expect Bronson Reed to beat Dolph Ziggler here. Am I happy that he did? Yes, we needed a big guy in the Elimination Chamber. He's a perfect option. I think he'll be very good in the Elimination Chamber. And I wouldn't be mad if he won, to be honest, because he's an up-and-comer and he's going to be rising more and more every week. Um, So I like that. And then we end off with... Um, Cody Rhodes winning a match against Finn Balor. Um, I mean, that's given Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes at this point. I mean, it's either Roman or Cody. Who do you cheer for? I'm personally a Roman fan, but I know a lot of people that are Cody fans. So with that being said, this is the end of the first Undisputed Empire episode. Hope you guys liked it. Stay tuned for more on youtube on twitch we have also on and off the field which is our football podcast we have dynamics on the hardwood which is our basketball podcast we have the 1-0 podcast which is our video gaming podcast and then we have this one undisputed empire which is our wrestling podcast so if you like what you see a little 25 to 30 minute uh, sometimes a little bit longer podcast i mean by all means come on and join us you know listen subscribe follow whatever you got to do uh the twitch is live underscore zone underscore sports same with the tiktok and then the youtube is lz podcast and you can listen here on 90.7 wkkl stay tuned for more